Welcome to The Journey, an online commentary on today's scripture reading with Seth Davidson. Today's reading is from Acts chapter 27, verses 17 through 28. Three days after Paul's arrival, he called together the local Jewish leaders. He said to them, Brothers, I was arrested in Jerusalem and handed over to the Roman government, even though I had done nothing against our people or the customs of our ancestors. The Romans tried me and wanted to release me because they found no cause for my death sentence. But when the Jewish leaders protested the decision, I felt it necessary to appeal to Caesar, even though I had no desire to press charges against my own people. I asked you to come here today so we could get acquainted and so I could explain to you all that I am bound with, this chain, because I believe that the hope of Israel, the Messiah, has already come. They replied, We have had no letters from Judea or reports against you from anyone who has come here, but we want to hear what you believe, for the only thing we know about the movement is that it is denounced everywhere. So a time was set, and on that day a large number of people came to Paul's lodging. He explained and testified about the kingdom of God and tried to persuade them about Jesus from the scriptures. Using the law of Moses and the books of the prophets, he spoke to them from morning until evening. Some were persuaded by the things he said, but others did not believe. And after they had argued back and forth among themselves, they left with this final word from Paul. The Holy Spirit was right when he said to our ancestors through Isaiah the prophet, Go and say to this people, When you hear what I say, you will not understand. When you see what I do, you will not comprehend. For the hearts of these people are hardened, and their ears cannot hear. And they have closed their eyes, so they cannot see. And their ears cannot hear, and their hearts cannot understand and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. So I want you to know that this salvation from God has been offered to the Gentiles, and they will accept it. For the next two years, Paul lived in Rome at his own expense. He proclaimed all who visited him, boldly proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ, and no one tried to stop him. Well, there's a great phrase from a book, I believe, by Eugene Peterson that just goes like this. Life is a long obedience in the same direction. Life, or the spiritual life, or the life God wants for us, that road less traveled, whatever you want to call it, it's all about a long obedience in the same direction. Think about men and women who are mentors of yours. If like there's one person who's had the greatest impact on your life, or one person that to you seems like a spiritual giant, or, or the top of the industry that you are at, if, particularly if they come from a godly place of Christian character, you can look at their lives and think, isn't that true of them? They've had a long obedience in the same direction. See, there are those that have a short obedience, and they may start out strong but get derailed or, or dismissed or crash and burn. There are those who keep going in the same direction over a lifetime, but it's the wrong sort of direction, leaving carnage behind. But there are those who live a long obedience in the same direction, and they have a lifetime of exponential impact, of blessing and honoring God and others throughout their lives, day after day, week after week, month after month, and in sort of the, the later stages of the maturing of their lives. They have exponential impact. 
There's a cumulative effect because of their long obedience in the same direction. Well, this is what we see in the life of Paul. And yes, we're towards the end of his life. He's an older man. The Lord is using him in powerful ways. Now in Rome, writing letters, sharing with all who come. Yes, he's using him in that place. But I want you to see the long obedience in the same direction. We have read about it. But let's observe some things that are happening here in the text. First, when he gets to Rome, he goes first to the synagogue and first to the Jewish people and the Jewish leaders. He does this everywhere he goes, and in Rome it's no different. Why? Because he knows the nation of Israel, past, present, future, today, they're God's chosen people by birthright. They're also his people, and in his deep heart that the nation of Israel, whom God loves, would turn to faith in Jesus. And so he goes there first. Second thing we can see about a long obedience in the same direction is we have a similar sort of speech, and we see him continue to share the truth wherever he goes. So we don't know what he talks about from Monday, from morning to night, though I'm sure he's talking all about Jesus and the resurrection, the things that we read about. But he does faithfully share, here's what's happened to me, here's why I'm here. My heart is not to bring accusation against my own people, nor to justify myself. I want to speak. Verse 20, I'm bound by these chains because I believe that the hope of Israel is the Messiah, and he's already come. So this long obedience comes with a message about the Messiah that first goes to uh, Israel, the chosen people, about who Jesus is, what he's done. And so, as it turns out, some are persuaded and do believe, and this becomes the first church in Rome, and many do not believe. And so, you may not notice this here, but as he's quoting the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah believed himself and was a prophet of God in Old Testament times. Well, Jesus, the Messiah, came, and he used these very same phrases about the nation of Israel, those who would not turn their hearts. Well, Paul sees himself in that light, not as the Messiah, but as the prophetic voice sent by God, proclaiming the good news of the Messiah, his life, death, and resurrection. And so he essentially washes his hands again of that responsibility. He did go to Israel first. God did. Paul did. But God has greater plans, and that's Paul's purpose. And so he affirms this again in 28. We've heard it so many times. So I want you to know, Paul says, that this salvation from God has also been offered to the Gentiles. And get this, I love the way the New Translation, or New Living Translation reads. God has also been offered to the Gentiles, and they will accept it. They will accept it. I'm a Gentile. If you're watching, the likelihood is you are a Gentile. Most of the church is made up of Gentiles, and God loves people from every tribe, tongue, and nation. And of course, ethnic Israel, uh, those who have the heredity in their flesh of God. But the Gentiles do have and will listen. 
And then the way it concludes, verse 30, the next two years, so Paul's gone through shipwrecks, he's gone through hardships, he's been in danger from trials, he's been imprisoned. Now, he has two years living uh, under house arrest. So, yeah, he's not free, but he lives in his own rented house. He's able to pay for that. He's, he can't really leave, but people can come to him, and he's there two years, able to do nothing but speak to all who will come about the good news of the kingdom of God. He doesn't have to fear those who want to kill him. He doesn't have to fear any of those things. And it says no one tried to stop him. It's the way Acts concludes in this translation. So in the life of Paul, we see a long obedience in the same direction. Some days there were unimaginable hardships. Other days there were really blessed days. There were many who wouldn't listen and opposed him along the way, but there were many who did. And their lives and story and legacy are the church, the church of Jesus Christ, empowered by the Holy Spirit, many, if not most, sparked by the message of this man who lived out a long obedience in the same direction. So wherever you're at, whatever you're, if you're young or old, wherever, whatever industry or all of those things, continue to live out the long obedience in the same direction consistently, day in and day out, cultivating that relationship with God, living a life of character, uh, being honest at all times, um, speaking good of other people, and in particular, the good news of Jesus, building bridges of relationships and friendship, working hard to provide for yourself and others, being thankful for the provision that's given and using that to make a difference in the ways that God has called you to do. Continue to live out the long obedience in the same direction. And God has great plans for the future, and he will also use you along the way. May this come as an encouragement and a challenge to you and I today. Hey, an update regarding these journey videos. They're such a delight for me to get to open the scriptures and share with you. And I've heard from so many the blessing and impact it's had. And, and my hope is an, and intent is that that will continue in the future. But as we're ending the Acts series with a number of things happening personally and professionally, some shifts around ministry and uh, related to culture and, and just all that's happening, I'm going to take a step back uh, for a few months um, and uh, hope to re-engage in these daily videos again. My encouragement during this time is to tune in uh, to the book of Psalms, read a psalm a day for uh, the next for the foreseeable future. If you're part of Heartland Church or would like to engage in the Psalms, we have our journey uh, reading. It comes out every week. There's a daily reading that can guide you in a study of the Psalms. The Psalms are a great uh, way to connect with God's heart, hearing words from God about God and their prayers to God. So I'd encourage you to engage with the Psalms. You could do that through the journey devotional through Heartland if you so choose. And we'll be in touch if and when we continue uh, in these daily videos in the future. Thanks so much uh, for tuning in and being a part.